how about it, y'all? You got the Lake Seminole Ramblings podcast. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Seminole Guide Service. Want to catch your personal best? We'll give the guys at Seminole Guide Service a visit today. Check them out at www.seminoleguideservice.com. Be a short episode this week. I wanted to let folks have a good Father's Day and be with their families. Ah, but we'll be talking about the usual fishing report. We'll shout out some young Seminole studs for winning Angler of the Year. We'll give you tips on how to beat this summer heat, remind you about being an ethical sportsman, and finally, touch on next month's giveaway. So grab you a coffee, a snack, sit back, enjoy the show. Before we get into the show, I wanted to announce the launch of our Lake Seminole Ramblings online store. So over there we have Lake Seminole apparel, gifts, and drinkware available to you. So hop over to www.lakeseminoleramblings.com to check that out. Got some really nice uh, t-shirt designs on there. All of these are on Comfort Colors tees, so real nice quality. They got some cool colors. Um, everything proceeds and everything from there goes back to supporting and improving the podcast. Uh, so, y'all, this takes a lot of work to do this weekly report for y'all. We have to be on the lake. We have to be researching what's going on. We have to be thinking about topics to cover that's relevant to what we're doing. Um, so it really does take a lot of work and a lot of time. Uh, so any any way that we can get some uh, support would be awesome, and this is just a way to uh, – improve the podcast help us get some new microphones help us uh, improve the audio quality and all that stuff as well as uh, bring some more lake seminole apparel to y'all these are all local designs this isn't anything that uh, we paid somebody to do this is just something that we're doing so um, head over there and check it out we have also launched a patreon you can head over to patreon and support us in other ways besides buying merchandise Uh, we have a few different packages available including one or one or two of them with a monthly lake seminole bait box that's a subscription so we've had some awesome sponsors kick some baits in and have agreed to participate in the bait box so this will be a box of monthly baits that are working on the lake currently so it'll be really cool you definitely want to check that out the link for the patreon will be at lakeseminoleramblings.com all right water condition report flint river has its normal stain 84 86 spring creek is clear 84 86 Fish pond drain is clear, 85, 87. It, we are seeing some 90-degree water in some real shallow back areas. And Chattahoochee River has a slight stain, 84, 86. Water levels have fluctuated from 76.0 beginning of the week to 77.07, with level at publication being 76.63. And intense heat has settled over the area with heat indexes over 110 degrees. Y'all, it's hot, so be careful out there. Uh, fishing report bass fishing y'all has settled in its typical summer pattern uh, the fish can be caught early in the morning uh, flukes worms and occasional spinnerbait uh, is what we're hearing right now and a rare topwater bite you might get one all day um, it's been real tough i've had uh, probably five or six fish just stalk my topwater but it doesn't matter what it is what you throw um, if you can figure out how to get them to actually react to it but a lot of them are actually just stalking it to the boat uh, and as the sun comes up you got to slow down you got to work worm you know, about hit them in the head with it 
Uh, remember, these water temps are approaching 90 degrees. Some some are 90 degrees in some spots. So uh, make sure you are checking outside grass edges on structure points. You want a little bit deeper water, 10, 15 foot, 8 foot. I've been seeing them in the deeper stuff. Um, also check the river ledges in both arms. So Chattahoochee and Flint, check both river ledges, idle down uh, channels using side scan. It's best to fo uh, focus on some structure points come and meet in the ledge as well um, so once you find a school go to work use crankbait spoons flutter spoon jigging spoon whatever your preference is and carolina rigs those all work really well uh, the crappy fishing y'all continues to be good uh, crappy fishing in the summertime at seminole is always good it's just like the winter time uh, it's a good time to fish for them because they're they're feeding up on shad fry and the grass shrimp so uh, you can catch them just like randy was saying last week it's the same type deal eight to ten foot uh, scattered grass jigs um, little chartreuse in the tail like a brown they'll eat it straight up i do not have much of a brim report for y'all i haven't heard uh, anything coming down the pipe this week um, i imagine there's still some bedding after the full moon but uh, majority of the really hot brim fishing that we um, saw in the spring uh, is winding down so uh, just not much to report on that if you've been watching the weather lately you've probably heard about their doomsday predictions of 100 degree summer uh, any doubts of that coming true are quickly fading when you step outside 10 seconds of being outside and it's like taking a shower and putting your clothes on wet yeah i know yeah um yeah i figured i'd give you all some tips on uh, how to make sure you don't get heat exhaustion or um, dehydrate yourselves or anything but um, so the science rundown of how our body cools itself is actually pretty interesting. Uh, normally folks stay cool when the body sheds heat flowing from the body to the environment. And that's done by two methods. So first it's done by conduction and that's the heat energy in your body leaving to the skin surface. And then by convection, which is the transfer of that heat into the air. Uh, the hotter it gets, the hotter it is to shed that heat from your body. And when temps top, 100 degrees the system can actually reverse itself and heat can flow from the environment into your body so this is when our second cooling system kicks in uh, perspiration as uh, liquid sweat heats up molecules become more active until they transform into water vapor droplets and break free onto your skin which removes heat from the body um, our problem here in the south is humidity so the high humidity will actually kind of defeat that perspiration system um, as the air is already saturated with water vapor. So it's really hard for it to evaporate that water off our body. Uh, this condition will lead to a sweating more and will lead to dehydration. Uh, so the most important thing in this kind of heat, you got to stay hydrated. And I'm not talking about drinking a Coca-Cola Classic. I'm talking about water, electrolytes, um, good stuff. Gatorade and Powerade are fine, but I prefer to use a powdered electrolyte additive like Pedialyte or Liquid IV. Uh, Pedialyte in the bottle is also just phenomenal. Um, I drink it after I get off the water to kind of recover. Only problem with it is, is it's pricey. Uh, you won't believe the difference in how you feel once you hydrate with a good electrolyte solution. And I wouldn't call Gatorade or Powerade a quote-unquote good electrolyte solution like It'll get you by, but you really need a, a good replenishment of electrolytes. Um, so in this extreme heat, you can sweat out two quarts an hour. 
uh, that's a lot of water. And if you're not drinking anything, and a lot of us are guilty of not drinking any water when we're on the boat, you can get dehydrated real quick. Experts recommend drinking enough water in the heat to keep you peeing at a normal rate. Uh, so if you're not peeing during the day, you're not drinking enough water. You should be peeing on the boat and it should not be like brown. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really guilty of all of this. So I'm just trying to, to help everybody realize we don't drink enough water. Um, so if you're not peeing on the boat, at least every other hour, I feel like, um, you're dehydrated. Um, another thing, pack some salt, sweet treats. Like one thing I like is the, uh, the, who makes them things? Nature's Valley, I believe it is. Anyway, they're peanut bars and they've got their granola bars and got peanuts in them and they've got a sweet and salty mix, what I'm getting at. Uh, the salt will help you replenish your electrolytes as well. And that sugar and the sweetness helps carry the salts through your bloodstream. Um, so eating you a granola bar or something with a little salt and sweet mix will help you absorb and carry more salts from your electrolyte drink to the blood, to your bloodstream, to your body. Uh, the, so the kind of clothes that you wear also can greatly affect how you feel and how cool you feel and sweat evaporation and all. Uh, there are many UV protective clothing options out there. I don't really need to touch on all those. Everybody knows about them now. Um, if you're somebody that can handle covering up like that all day, that's an option for you. Uh, me personally, I cannot stand wearing long sleeves when it's hot out. I don't care if it's thin material, scientific, alien, granite material, you'll never sweat. I just cannot. Uh, just cover myself up like that when it's hot so uh, wearing buffs and big hats and pants and shoes and long all of that y'all might be able to do that it might be an option for me it's not so if you're like me and you can't wear all this all these clothes um what i do is wear a t-shirt just regular cotton t-shirt y'all remember the uh under armor like cooling gear shirts when they came out um this is kind of the redneck version of it in a nutshell is basically i put a 100 percent cotton t-shirt on and i sweat my a double hockey sticks off in it until it's soaked and yeah you're gonna look ridiculous and you're gonna look nasty but once that shirt gets wet it's like having a cooling towel on your neck that um that sweat is eventually gonna evaporate but it keeps you cooler than having long sleeves and all this stuff on at least that's in my experience all right, so one of my fishing buddies, Todd, Todd Spindler is his name. He's got uh, two out of, out of the kind of out of the box tips that he does. Um, so I'll share them with you because they work for him, and um, I've done them a few times, and they work for real. Uh, so two items keep him alive in the boat during the summer. That's a bar of soap. He likes Irish Spring, and a beach umbrella. So he has his beach umbrella rigged up on a seat post, and um, he puts it on his front deck, and it casts an eight foot shadow on the deck. So it's about 10 degrees cooler in that shade. It's pretty awesome. Uh, the only inconvenience that he has is having a cast sidearm, which you get adapted to. You know, you cast sidearm, you can sweat. Uh, what about the bar of soap? Well, that's easy. Uh, when you feel like you can't take it anymore, get you some clear water, jump in, take a bath. He takes that bar of soap and gets him a quick little bird bath, and he swears me feel like a brand new man. And... Uh, so you don't have to swim for 30 minutes or so, keep you a towel in the boat also, which most of us do. But just jump in, skin down to, to your underwear, jump in, take you a quick bath, and he swears by it, y'all. He said it's the only way that he can fish all day long without having to take a break. Uh, but regardless of what your tactics are, y'all, if you start experiencing chills when you're in the sun 
or like super excessive sweating, you're feeling faint, you're dizzy, uh, rapid pulse. If you're cramping, you feel like you're going to throw up or you've got headaches and stuff, stop what you're doing. These are symptoms of heat exhaustion, and you got to get off the lake right then and there. Take immediate action and get off the lake. Uh, serious organ damage can occur at this stage. And um, so basically, don't let yourself get there. There's no nothing to prove by standing out in the, in the sun and sweating and dying all day. Like, nobody's going to think you're cool because, oh, look at Bill over there. He's out there dying. Now, just go in and chill. They'll, the fish will still be there, and you can come back the next day or come back at night. Um, but summertime extreme heats, you got to start altering your habits a little bit. And a lot of guys will start going to night fishing this time of year just because, man, it's so brutal. You can either fish when it's 95 or you can fish when it's 75 at night. So, uh, but I hope those will, ha those will help you out because as anglers, we can't let the heat dictate to us sometimes. Sometimes you just got to go. And so you have to learn to adapt and overcome conditions that are given to you if you want to catch fish in the heat. So, um, try these tips i hope they work out let us know if you've got an idea for it because we're gonna obviously we're gonna be in this for a while we'll just keep talking about other things you can do to try to beat this heat so hit us up on our facebook if you want to reach out and got some ideas for us to share big shout out to southwest georgia academy anglers brunson fane and jackson ginn they were recently named the real money high school trail anglers of the year there were 85 high school teams that competed in this trail and these boys finished top 10 in seven of the eight tournaments they fished. Oh, yeah. They secured Angler of the Year title, which earned those boys a spot in the national championships to be held uh, June 22nd through the 25th on Pickwick in Florence, Alabama. Congratulations, boys. Good luck at the championships. We'll be following the story, and we will let everybody know how y'all do. All right. I hate to have to be this guy, y'all. I'm just... I'm sorry. Bear with me a few minutes. We got to touch again on being an ethical sportsman. Um, I really feel like I shouldn't have to keep talking about this, but y'all, please respect the wildlife and the hunting seasons. Don't be a poacher. Don't be that guy. Don't be trashy and think it's cool to shoot out of season. It's really not cool, okay? It really ain't. It's not worth losing your hunting rights over. It's not worth losing your firearms and stuff over. Just don't do it. Uh, there was a kind of a situation down here at the lake. I'm not going to speculate on it, but it involved an alligator and a couple people lost their lives. Y'all, it's not worth it. Leave them alone. Uh, another thing, don't leave your trash in the water, please, on the docks, in the grass, around the boat ramps. Uh, there are garbage cans there for a reason. Do not back down the ramp and get your boat ready to launch while people are waiting behind you on the ramp. Um, I understand a lot of guys are just weekend warriors and all. Guys, please don't pull onto the ramp and then load your boat full of the cooler and your wife and all this stuff pull off to the side get everything ready when you're 100 percent ready to launch the boat then please back down the ramp anyway it's gonna be busy please make sure you don't block the ramps up we really love when y'all come visit don't get me wrong that's our whole plan we really want more folks to come visit this beautiful area but please when you come do not trash our beautiful lake or cause harm to the wildlife for no reason you would be shocked at the amount of trash that I personally clean up after every weekend. It's very disheartening. And no, uh, a lot of people say, oh, the prisoners need something to pick up. Now, they ain't coming out for work detail. It's going to be me or it's going to be somebody else. It's locals like us that have to pick up behind y'all. So if you see somebody blatantly doing something ridiculous, go say something to them or call the game warden. And the game wardens, I assure you, will be happy to go talk to them. Uh, so let's just make sure that our resource is clean and safe for everybody using. 
please respect the lake and the resource. All right, I'm done fussing. I'm done fussing. Um, I want to talk about next month's... Yeah, so that will be a supper for two to Addie's Campground and Marina, which is a $50 value. Now, this is definitely something that y'all going to want to get entered. It will give you an opportunity to take your grandmother, mother, father, brother, sister, cousin, whatever it is, sweetheart, girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever you love. It'll be an opportunity to take them to a really nice place on the lake and uh, get you a good supper and enjoy the fine food that they're pumping out over there. Um, so Mr. Don and Miss Patty have been sinking their whole soul, blood, sweat, and tears, and every cent they've got into resurrecting uh, formerly Jack Wingate's Lunker Lodge. This is a legendary place. It was here before the lake was made. Um, so it's great to see somebody come in and take it back over and actually be serious and passionate about getting it back to the way it was with adding their own uh, modern twist to it. So. Uh, there's rumors that all the ramps are being rebuilt. There's rumors that there's going to be a veterans kind of resort paradise type deal out there. Uh, bottom line is the folks are awesome. They're really kind, and they'll bend over backwards for you. So uh, definitely go uh, check them out and get ready to enter the giveaway. You've been listening to the Lake Seminole Ramblings Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Y'all, thanks so much for listening. Do us a favor, if you have not subscribed or given us a review on your podcast platform, please do so so we can get growing. Also, we'd love some support on Patreon, and we'd love some support at LakeSeminoleRamblings.com. Go get you some apparel, drinkware, or gifts. Y'all, thanks so much, and tune in next week for another show.